grade 12 English classes, connecting community through story. This is The Podcast Project. Welcome to Through the Years, connecting generations with story. Welcome back to another installment of Oak Bay High's Senior to Senior Podcast Project. Carrie Egan's Canadian National News article depicts what people talk about before they die. Seniors talk about how they learned what love is and what it is not. They talk about the love that they did not receive and the love they did not know how to offer. We do not live our lives in our heads in theology or theories. We live our lives in the family that we are born into, create, and the friends we choose as family. This part of one's life is where they find the meaning and where their purpose becomes clear. Throughout this episode, seniors will be sharing with us the moments that have defined their lives. Carmen is super outgoing and vibrant. She was very easy to talk to and opened up to us really quickly. Because you moved around a lot, were you able to find a group of people that were interested in the same thing as you with musical theater everywhere you lived? Well, we lived in Kenya for two years, and there were a lot of British expats there, and they're very much into drama and theater. And so I went with a friend. Uh, she was auditioning for Kismet, the musical Kismet, and I was there, and the director said, well, here, give it a try. So I did, and I got a part in Kismet, which was a big deal there. Yes, And so... You know, it kind of it caught me in different places. Well, that's amazing. I bet you met so many interesting different people. Totally different people in all the countries we've lived in. Carmen used her passion for musical theater to make connections with those around her through all of the places she lived and traveled to. Can we go through all the places you've lived? So you were born in Montreal. My mom and stepfather moved to Hamilton, where he was, funnily enough, he's a musician, singer, more country than anything, whereas I was more classical, which was kind of a funny mix. When I just turned 18, 18 in a day, I joined the medical division of the Royal Canadian Air Force, and I got wonderful training that's been so good for with having four children. I don't panic at a lot of medical situations. And you're usually there for about three years before you get posted somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I was only there a year, and I got posted to Marville, France. Oh, wow. <laughs> so off to France I went at 18, and I mean, I traveled there. I went to Spain, I went to Tangier, all on my own at 18. Wow. Well, I would have been 19 by then. Right. And that was in the 50s, so it wasn't that... You know, you went by ship. You didn't fly anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, I did a lot of traveling there. And Tangiers was my most exciting place. And then, as I was working in the hospital, I walked into a room one day, and there were three young airmen, and they all had the mumps. And I took one look at this one, and I felt instantly in love. (laughs) The love story begins. And so my story begins. Karina is sort of quirky. She's super sweet, friendly, and funny, a small person with a big personality. When the war came, our house got bombed, and my real mother died, and I was shipped around to various places because my father was in the Air Force. We went to visit it afterwards, I remember, and the only thing that was left standing was the outdoor room. Where were you living at that time? We were living outside London in um, Hertfordshire. 
and I guess the bomb that got us was one of the stray they were unloading on their way back from a raid on London. Because of her mother's early passing and her father being absent, Karina learned how to stand on her own two feet and deal with the many problems that arose throughout her life. Val is a very soft-spoken lady. She was kind enough to share her life story with us, and she meant every word of it. She is extremely analytical and as quick as a whip. At the young age of 11, Val took a national exam which would decide her educational path. We've spoken about my high school years, yes, yes, which were a little different because I grew up and went to school in England. Mm -hmm. And so my high school was very different from going to high school here. First of all, we went to elementary school, and at the age of 11, we had to, everybody in the country, every 11-year-old in the country had to take the same exam. Mm -hmm. And that exam, it was called the 11 plus, and that determined whether you went to a comprehensive technical school or whether mm -hmm. you went to a grammar school. And you went on to grammar I school. I went on to grammar school, and so I was there in grammar school for the same length of time as you would go to high school yes. here. So it would be from you know, grade 8 to grade 12, 13. Even at such a young age, by being sent to grammar school, Val's educational life had been altered and her choices had been changed. I went to work for Harrop's Dictionary. Mm -hmm. as a lexicographer, which was, uh, which was quite interesting because obviously if you're working on a dictionary, you have to have very precise language skills. Yes. And so that was, um, that was fine as far as it went. And it was in London, so I didn't work in London for a while. And then I heard of an, of an opportunity to work at the British Pavilion at Expo. Mm -hmm. This is way before you were born. This is Expo 67. I'm talking about the, that Expo was going to be in Montreal. Mm -hmm. So knowing that it was going to be in Montreal and knowing that Montreal was a French-speaking place, I thought, well, that would be just great. And at the time, mm -hmm. I think I was getting a little bored of my lexicographer job and looking for something else. The decision Val made to move to Canada greatly altered her life as she began to realize this is where she was meant to end up. That, that was part of the appeal of that, was mm -hmm. that I thought, um, oh, Canada, you know, that would be interesting. I've Now I've lived in England, <clears throat> I've lived in France. I didn't really want to go back to France to live, I'm not quite sure why. Or else I thought I was just going to come to Canada for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. Like it was a six month, essentially an eight month contract. And so I thought that would be perfect yeah. uh, to see how things were. As it turned out, I, I really loved being in Montreal and I loved the whole notion of being able to be both English and French. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to, you know, you do one, you could just do both. And so one day I'd go out and be French and the next day I'd go out and be English and... And that suited me just fine. Because Val spoke both English and French, her decision to move to Canada was greatly impacted by the fact that Canada is a bilingual country. And as a lexicographer, being in Canada allowed her to expand both her English and French knowledge. I found that I, I really enjoyed the relative sense of freedom that there was in Canada. Like, mm -hmm. after, when I went back to live in England, England can be, it's a very lovely country, there's lots of really nice things about it, but it can also be a little constricting, and there's very, there's a lot of social rules in England, mm -hmm. and, and at the time there, there were still things you could and couldn't do, and you felt certain pressures, and 
one thing and another. And going over to Canada, suddenly it was just like, oh my goodness, like there's just this whole free world here. Mm-hmm. That it's not so tradition bound and all of the expectations that there were in both England and France. So I really enjoyed being. Not that I was a particular terror or anything. I just really enjoyed being there and being having the freedom to be English or French. The moments that define us in our life come unexpectedly and at any age. Audrey is very articulate. She's soft-spoken, kind, and open-minded. Is there any events that you would say have defined your life or have shaped you to who you are now? Well, yes, I think music. Music. Yeah, because I still play the organ and um, I've, I've taken lessons for about 20 years. Music has allowed Audrey to continually express herself through something that she loves. Due to the amount of harsh background noise in Audrey's interview, I thought I would give you a couple pieces of advice, quoting her. Whatever will be, will be, but don't growl all the time because nobody needs to hear it. Tom grew up on the countryside, and as a rugby player himself, he loved the camaraderie that it entails, which led him to finding similar qualities in the army. Is there any moments that defined it to you? Was it your service within the Air Force, or maybe the moments you spent on the countryside? I think that I ever really sort of knew anything or pinpointed anything that defined me. Just go along with it, go flow. Just go go with the ride. As a military veteran, Tom's life consisted of new moments each and every day that took him through many of life's journeys. He never paused to look around, but simply went with the flow. Eric Erickson believed at the stage of ego integrity versus despair of one's life, leading from the age of 65 and up, we tend to reflect upon our life and the choices we made. The successes attained in this stage will lead to the virtue of wisdom, the ultimate goal. The sense of wisdom enables a person to look back on their life with a sense of closure and completeness, and to also accept death without fear. At this point in our life as teenagers, our focuses stem from graduating high school to getting a degree and a good job. These pressures are stressed onto us, but during this process, we put aside our family priorities and values. Seniors are teaching us that maybe the moments that define our lives are not getting a good job and making money, but more about the experiences and how we see ourselves, because no one lies on their deathbed and says, I wish I worked more. Thank you for listening to the moments that have defined our lives from the Oak Bay High School Senior to Senior Podcast Project. And before we end, we just want to give a quick shout out to Twisted Wave. Thanks for listening to the podcast project. Tune in next time to follow us through the years.